Hi everyone, welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. My name is Artem, and here is the news. 504 days less the Russian invasion of Ukraine. During the night, Russia attacked Ukraine with missiles and drones. According to the local authorities, 10 Iranian-made drones were destroyed over Kyiv, reports TSN. Two people were wounded by the debris and were taken to hospital. Another two were poisoned by combustion products but refused to be hospitalized, reports Censor. Fallen fragments of downed enemy targets were recorded in four districts of the capital. Overall, they damaged three buildings. President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky took part in the NATO summit in Vilnius yesterday, reports Ukrainska Pravda. Ukraine expected to receive an invitation to join the alliance when security conditions will allow it. But instead, NATO decided to cancel membership action plan for Kyiv to shorten its path to the alliance, created the Ukraine-NATO Council to meet and talk as equal partners, and stated that it will invite Ukraine when member states will be ready, without mentioning any particular dates or conditions. Ukraine's leaders said that the results of the summit are good, but an invitation to join NATO would have been ideal. He stressed that Kyiv received certainty in the question that Ukraine will be in NATO. Zelensky admitted that at the stage of negotiations, Ukraine wanted to change the decision so that it was only about security conditions, but the alliance did not agree to this. Despite this, Volodymyr Zelensky is confident that the alliance will not delay Ukraine's accession due to a lack of reforms. Quote, I believe that we will be in NATO as soon as the security situation is stabilized. And this means that at the moment when the war ends, Ukraine will definitely be invited to NATO and we will be in NATO. I haven't heard anything else from the leaders of NATO countries, said the president. According to Bloomberg media sources, the US and Germany were against bolder formulations in the summit discussions. The White House opposes Ukraine's rapid accession partially because Biden's team believes it is necessary to leave Ukraine room to trade with Russia in case there is an idea to exchange peace for Ukraine's non-accession to NATO. At the same time, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has ruled out compromising over Ukrainian territory in negotiations with Russia in exchange for NATO membership. G7 countries agreed a separate declaration in support of Ukraine, in which they announced the start of negotiations with Ukraine to formalize through bilateral security commitments their enduring support. The declaration outlines the commitment of the G7 states to continue providing security assistance and modern military equipment across land, air and sea domains, prioritizing air defense, artillery and long-range fire, armored vehicles and other key capabilities such as combat air and by promoting increased interoperability with Euro-Atlantic partners. It also states that in the event of a future armed attack by Russia, G7 members intend to immediately consult with Ukraine to determine appropriate next steps. The President of Ukraine commented on this decision in his evening video address, saying that never before have Ukraine had such a security foundation, and this is the level of G7. Zelensky stressed that on this foundation Ukraine will build a new, legally binding architecture of bilateral security treaties with the most powerful countries. 
The UK Defense Secretary Ben Wallace suggested that Ukraine needs to show more gratitude to its partners for weapons it receives and not ask for more after the latest batch is delivered, reports Channel 24. Wallace said that the West is not an Amazon store for weapons for Ukraine and pointed out that Kyiv needs to persuade politicians abroad that it is worthwhile to continue weapons provision. When asked to comment on this, Volodymyr Zelensky emphasized that Ukraine and the UK have good relations and Kyiv is always very grateful for help. He joked that we can wake up in the morning and thank the secretary personally. We would really appreciate if you could rate us, ideally with 5 stars, in the apps where you are listening to this podcast, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify and others. This really helps more people to find out about the highlights from Ukraine and truth about Russia's invasion. Deputy Defense Minister Hanna Mahler informed that the defense forces of Ukraine continue to advance on the Bakhmut, Melitopol and Berdyansk fronts, reports Ukrainska Pravda. There is an advance near Bakhmut on the southern flank and fighters are consolidating their positions at new frontiers. She informed that in recent weeks Ukraine warriors in the south have significantly undermined the enemy's offensive and defensive capabilities. So due to the destruction of a large number of ammunition depots, the number of enemy attacks has now decreased. The general staff informed that Russian forces are continuing to focus their main efforts on the Kupiansk, Liman, Bakhmut, Avdiivka and Marinka fronts, where fierce fighting continues with 22 clashes between Russian and Ukrainian forces taking place yesterday alone. During a press conference following the NATO summit in Vilnius, Volodymyr Zelensky expressed hope that Ukraine will win the war with Russia by the next NATO summit, set to take place in mid-2024, reports European Pravda. The president said that the next NATO summit in Washington will be a very important step for Ukraine. He stressed that Kyiv has to work a lot in preparation for this summit. Zelensky added that Ukraine's victory will lead to NATO membership. US President Joe Biden confirmed that he is still considering providing Ukraine with long-range Atakams missiles, reports European Pravda. The US President clarified that the Ukrainian forces already have the equivalent of Atakams, probably referring to Storm Shadow and Scalp missiles. Atakams ballistic missiles have a range of up to 300 kilometers and can be launched from HIMARS and M270 systems. Earlier President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky said that during the negotiations with the US leader Joe Biden, he asked about the prospects of providing Ukraine with long-range Atakams missiles, but they did not agree on anything. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov said that Moscow will consider the transfer of F-16 fighter jets to Ukraine as a threat from the West of the nuclear type, reports Ukrainska Pravda. According to him, modifications of F-16 fighters have a stand on which nuclear weapons can be fixed. Lavrov called the US plans to transfer F-16s to Ukraine an example of an extremely dangerous development, adding that Washington and its NATO allies are allegedly creating risks of a direct armed conflict with the Russian Federation. Thank you for listening to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast. We are a commercial initiative of just two people and we need your help to grow. Share information about the podcast, rate us in the app, subscribe to our Patreon. With your support, we are getting better. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.